The more time we spend together, the more stories we accumulate between us. These stories may be completely different genres each day, with different types of ups and downs at different intervals. But soon, there will come a day when we look back and say, yep, that's us. Us. It's such a short and compact word for one that contains so much and makes us feel so much too. And I'm happy to say that even though it's only been a week, thanks to all your love and support, it already very much feels like there is an us here at Wonder Hours. Now I just can't wait to have our own inside jokes, our own shorthands, and our own secrets even. Happy Friday, everyone. This is Hedim, and today's Wonder Hour starts now. Welcome to Wonder Hours with Hedim on KBS World Radio. We started today's show with Roller Coaster by Shin Hyun Hiwa Kim Rutu. My first week hosting Wonder Hours definitely has been as exciting as being on a roller coaster and as fun too. I hope it was the same for you. And I think the reason why it didn't take long for me to feel like we're an us is thanks to all the lovely messages you've been writing in. Reading your messages, both while on YouTube live and during recorded shows, is one of my favorite parts of the show. So tell me how you're doing. Tell me what's on your mind and tell me which songs you want to listen to. Our daily shout-out time, Tell Me, is coming up in just a moment. And really, I can't wait to read your messages. You can message me using the KBS Kong app or leave a comment on our post on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day or on Facebook at facebook.com slash English KBS. If you're streaming us via YouTube at youtube.com slash KBS World Radio Service, you can leave your messages there as well. If you have a Korean phone number, you can also send a text message at SHARP8150. A regular SMS text will cost 51, and a long text or an MMS message will cost 101 per text. Today's show has been pre-recorded, which means I'll be sharing the messages and requests that you've sent in earlier in the week. If you leave any messages right now, I'll share them on the air the next chance I get. So write in anytime you like. In the second hour of the show, I'll be joined by music critic and ethnomusicologist Kim Young-dae in the studio for a trip down memory lane. So stay tuned. For now, I'll be right back with today's Tell Me After This Song Break. Let's listen to Ebek Pasente by Ang Mew. You don't have to tell me you love me. You don't have to tell me you've been waiting for me. But please do tell me something about yourself. Tell me something funny that's happened to you today. Tell me what you're thinking or how you're feeling. Tell me anything that's on your mind that you feel like sharing. And while at it, tell me which songs you want to hear too, won't you? Sayon in the world of Korean radio is a story or an anecdote that the listeners send in to have shared on air. It's what transforms this usually one-way medium into a means of communication and connection, allowing us to be on the same wavelength. Today, we've got messages from 
Conductor Rafikil Islam. Hello, DJ Hedim. How are you now? I am well now. I am from western part of Bangladesh. Hello. Nice to meet you and thank you for joining us again today. Mizan Rahman. Hello, DJ Lim. How are you? I am Mizan from Bangladesh. Bangladesh. Thank you for tuning in all the way from Bangladesh. The next text is from Loreto Lawrence Aguilar. Am I the only person who sang the tell me part of the caption? Hmm, <laughs> you are most definitely not. I sing it every time I see it too. Alicia, why? Hi, Hedim. Congratulations on your debut as a DJ. I was an avid listener of OFD for 5.5 years and was devastated when the program ended last September. Was delighted to find out that the team is back with a new program. And while I really miss Lena, I'm glad they picked you as her successor. Amongst all the one fine date guests, you probably left the strongest impression on me. Oh, thank you. Really enjoyed your first two hours on the program and will continue to tune in regularly. Lots of love from Australia. Wow, thank you so much, Alicia. I'm so happy to hear that you remember that I was a guest on One Fine Day. That was, uh, I think that was in 2017 when I was a university student. And even more so that you enjoyed our first show. Thank you so much. Hi, CCXC said, hi, Hedim, welcome on air. This is Alex, currently in Northern Ireland and originally from another country in Europe. So you want to hear from us, the listeners? Great. I like the idea that we can create the show together with you. Yes. I don't have any special story to share right now, but I have a song request. Nice. I cannot imagine not hearing Nobody by the Wonder Girls. I know the song from the first Korean drama that I've ever watched, Master's Son. In Korean, it's Chugune Taeyang. Were you in the band already when the song came out? Would you like to sing along some lines for us? As this is the very start of Wonder Hours with Hedim, I'm happy to know about this show from day one. Let's see how it goes and where it leads. All the best. Well, be sure to stick around because I believe we have that song on our playlist for part two of the show. Roll code two three four said, "Pangawayo DJ Hedim, DJ Lim Rimdi." <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm trying to figure it out as well. I watched the show on YouTube live during the day. Thank you. And listen to it again on Kung. Again. Wow. Thank you so much. The program really is full of good vibes. Right now, I'm waiting for my mocha pot to boil up. <laughs> Even though I bought it for camping, I've been using it more at home. I'm going to heat up some milk in the microwave and make a latte. Mm, that sounds very nice. What kind of coffee do you like? Ah, uh, hands down, ice americano. In fact, I have it right next to me right now. I cannot live without ice americano. <laughs> Do you know the Pyongyang, the expression orjuga? I don't know uh, what that is in English. Orjuga. Mm. Ice americano, even if you freeze to death. <laughs> yes, that's me. The Blue Maniac said, Hello, DJ Harim. I'd like to request 101 Energetic. Thank you, DJ Hedim and Pidinim, and have a nice day. I'll get that song ready in just a bit, so hang on. Raylier, hi, Hedim. I'm running late right now to an 8 a.m. class that I'm teaching because our transit system is so congested. Please play SNSD's Run, Devil, Run. Thank you so much. I'm excited for the future of this program. Hedim and Wonder Hours crew, 
fighting, <laughs> fighting to you too. And I hope you weren't too late to your class. Now let's listen to these two energetic songs right now. Then, first up is 101 with energetic, followed by Sonia Girls' Generation, and their song "Run Devil Run." The two songs we just heard were Energetic by 101 and Run Devil Run by Sonia Shite, Girls' Generation. If you want to share your Sayon on the show, don't hesitate to leave a message. You can write it in Korean. If you're tuning in via the KBS Kung app, you can leave a message on the chat board. If you're in Korea, you can send me a text message at sharp8150. If you're on Instagram, leave your Sayon as a comment on our post at KBS One Fine Day. You can also find us on on Facebook at facebook.com slash KBS English Service. And on YouTube, you can search for KBS World English. We're also running a special event on our social media right now, so don't miss your chance to win some small prizes. Coming up next on the show is our daily look back on the old charts, so stick around. I'll be right back after this song, 뜨거운 감자, Hot Potato by N Flying. Songs have the power to move us through time. More often than not, it only takes a song from the past to take us back. Back to the days when we used to listen to the song on a loop, or back to the days when the song was just so hot. It's time for us to go back in time and listen to some of the hottest songs of a random week according to the charts. Today we're going to go back to the second week of November 2015. The song that dominated the charts here in Korea that week was Four Walls by FX. FX made their debut in 2009 consisting of members from not just Korea but from the United States and China as well. Their very unique mathematical name symbolizes their varying activities as well as their varying talents and charms of each of the members like a function in math in which the output or results change depending on the input value of X. It's not just math, though. The group has said that the F also symbolizes flower, while the X symbolizes the female chromosome XX, which is why the group often uses floral imageries, both directly and indirectly. Their song, Four Walls, was released in October of 2015 as the title track of the group's fourth studio album. This song not only topped the domestic charts, but was also ranked at number 9 on Billboard's 100 Top K-Pop Songs of the 2010s. It is a deep house EDM track co-written by the British songwriting team London Noise, who's also taken part in other K-pop hits like Shiny's View and Red Velvet's Dum Dum. The song also uses flower imageries with lyrics like this. The flower known as emotion blooms in an instant, beyond the perfect beginning without even a speck of dust. A strange blue light digs in, making me dizzy. It's mysteric. Love is four walls, mirrors filled with you. Love is four walls, a mysterious maze. Hmm. 
Meanwhile, on the other side of the globe, the number one song of the week on Billboard Hot 100 had been Hello by English singer-songwriter Adele. Released in October of 2015 as the lead single off of her third studio album entitled 25, this song not only debuted at the top of Billboard chart, but stayed there for 10 consecutive weeks. Wow. The song went on to hit number one in 36 different countries around the world, became the first song to sell over a million digital copies in a week, won three Grammy Awards including Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best Pop Solo Performance, and won the Brit Award for British Single of the Year, among many, many other accolades and recognitions. Here's a bit of the song's famous opening words. Hello, it's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet, to go over everything. They say that time's supposed to heal, yeah, but I ain't done much healing. Hello, can you hear me? I'm in California dreaming about who we used to be when we were younger and free. I've forgotten how it felt before the world fell at our feet. There's such a difference between us and a million miles. Hello from the other side. Let's listen to these two songs right now. Four Walls by FX and Hello by Adele. Back when the Wonder Girls were always on the move, with all of us girls crammed into our van, whether we were feeling all giddy and giggly or exhausted and groggy, one of the members would always end up saying the magic words that would have me think of a song to play. And those magic words were, Hey DJ Hedim, drop the beat. Those words still bring songs into my mind, and I'd like to share at least one of those with you each day. My pick for today is Closing by yours truly. <laughs> this song was released in 2019 as a part of the soundtrack to the movie Chachancharom, The First Shot. The first shot happened to be the first movie I shot as the leading character. It also gave me my first shot as a solo vocalist. And I wanted to share this song with you today because this is a great song to listen to after work or when you're going home after a long day. And I chose the song for today particularly because it's Friday, the end of work day for most people. I hope the song will blow away any of your stress from the week and make you feel at peace. So here's me, Hedim, with Closing. That was my song closing, and well, it's time to close out the first hour of the show. In the second hour of today's show, music critic and ethnomusicologist Mr. Kim Young-dae will be here to talk about some wonderful songs from his younger days. So don't change the channel. For now, I'll wrap up the first half of the show with Wonder by Odui, followed by Drive to 1980 Love by Jane Pop.
Welcome to the second half of Wonder Hours with Hedim on KBS World Radio. Music critic Kim Yongdae will be here in the studio with me in just a moment for our Friday segment, Yongdae's Younger Days. But before we invite him in, let me just quickly remind you one more time how to send in your sayonder, comments, messages, questions, and everything else. You can text me at sharp8150 if you're in Korea. And if you're anywhere else in the world, feel free to message me on Kong or leave me a message on our post on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com slash English KBS. If you're streaming us via YouTube at youtube.com slash KBS World Radio Service, you can leave your messages there as well. And now, let's take a song break while our guest gets settled in here. First up is Sonar Breaker by Enmix, followed by The Boys and their song Maverick. Hey, yo. You wanna dance? With thousands of new songs released each day, it's easy to forget about the good old gems we used to enjoy in our younger days. But if we could just remind ourselves of the feelings we had the first time we met them, if we could rediscover that thrill, we just might fall in love with them all over again. And to help us do just that, music critic and ethnomusicologist Kim Young-dae joins us in the studio for a Friday segment, Young Days, Younger Days. Hello, it's so nice to meet Hi. you. Hi, <laughs> Harry. Nice to meet you. Finally, uh, by the way, you're the first person, maybe, maybe the first person that actually pronounced ethnomusicology properly for the first time. Really? Everybody ah. fails. Everybody fails <sighs> to do that, you know, especially when, when they, they, you know, have to introduce mm-hmm. me uh, in, in this kind of you know, radio or TV show. They yeah. are always like, ethnicologist. It's a long word. Yeah, but successful. Thank oh, you. I'm so happy to hear that. Phew. <laughs> it's our first time meeting. Yeah. Hmm, it's so nice to meet yeah. you. And congr- congratulations. Thank you. New radio show. I know. Have right? you ever done this? Uh, yes, before at another broadcasting okay, okay. station. But first time at KBS Radio. Oh, yeah. I did a TV show on, at KBS Radio World TV. Mm-hmm. I hosted a K-pop related show before, but not for uh, radio. R- radio show, f- yeah. f- so f- first time. First time, but oh. but then I was a guest at Lena's show. Oh yeah, yeah. I miss Lena. I me too. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I, a what a signal, mm-hmm. by the way. Oh, the, the song that was the was song. playing, you know, the as a background music. Uh-huh. It was Kumirobi. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, my all-time favorite group oh. and my childhood uh, hero, idol. Right, everybody loves Kumiro. So good job, good job, PD님 and 작가님. Thank you for the music. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you don't need any introduction in Korea, of course. And One Fight Day listeners know all about you as well. But there may be just some new Wonder Hours listeners from other parts of the world who may not be familiar with you just yet. So can you tell them a little bit about yourself? My name is Youngdae, Youngdae Kim. Uh, young... Old day, <laughs> night. So yeah, I'm just young day in uh, younger days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm a. I, I studied ethnomusicologist as my master and PhD. So 
I, I got four, four different degrees, but um, wow. acting musicology it's is my, one of them? My, my final like, PhD degree. Oh. Yeah, what, it's a, what other degrees do you have, man? Oh, my God, acting musicology. So, it's a, so traditional musicology is about classical European mm. music, right? Wow. The, the, but acting musicology is everything else. Everything you know, else. It could be anything. It could be any kind of world mm. music, ethnic music, even pop music. Wow. So my PhD dissertation was actually about, about you. I mean, mm? K-pop. <laughs> about K-pop. Yeah, K-pop, oh. you know, identity, you know, globalization, transnationalism. So oh. everything that, that happened in, a, in the last two decades, maybe, mm. uh, within the K-pop industry. So culture, you know, strategy and everything. So that was my... my Uh, expertise. Interesting. So K-pop is part of ethno music. Yeah, because it's mm-hmm. uh, it's not traditional music per mm-hmm. se, but uh, it is very uniquely Korean. And it's new coming industry new and culture, industry, right? Yeah. I I heard that there they have K-pop majors nowadays in university. Yeah, well, in music uh, and also in anthropology mm. and. Uh, And, uh, and, and ethnic studies. So, yeah, so they deal with the K-pop as, as, as very kind of different types of, um, you know, academic fields. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's so amazing. I mean, it was 2007 when I first got there in, in, uh, in, the state, in the United States. Nobody actually right, knows then. K-pop mm-hmm. or K-culture, you know, mm. Korea as a nation. It wasn't as, as huge as it yeah. is now. Everywhere where I went, uh, the people started to ask, You know, where are you from? Oh, maybe um, Japan. Oh, you know, my that, gosh. I can so of, relate yeah, to you. Then, that uh, happened to me in Hong Kong. China. China. <laughs> <laughs> Then that's it. Then that's, that's it. it. You know, mm-hmm. they, they never, you know, the, yeah. Yeah, have a, a third option. Uh-huh. You know, just Chinese or Japanese. Then that's it. Right. But that happened to me when I was in Hong Kong, too. Because so, so, Japanese a- animation was yeah. a big hit. Yeah. So they yeah. would ask me. When, when was it? Uh, like 1990s, yeah, wow, way ago. ago. Yeah, they would ask me, "Are you Japanese?" Yeah. The first thing they they would ask me, "No, Korean." Then they would be like, "Hmm." They they didn't even <laughs> know where it was back then, but yeah, now, yeah, oh, K-pop yeah, is yeah. everything. Yeah, back in the <laughs> 90s, whenever I say something about Korea or Korean related things, you know, they just kind of. Mis- misconnect everything mm-hmm. like like the they just all of a sudden talk about su- su- you know su- sumo wrestling oh you know someone would even ask me so are you or... from south or north <laughs> oh dear so yeah yeah then i i would say yeah 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 definitely north kim <laughs> my name's kim right oh my kim gosh. family <laughs> oh that's so funny Now, we're calling this segment Young Days, Younger Days because we want to ask you to remind us of some great K-pop numbers from our younger days mm. while also newly introducing them to those who may be new to the world of Korean popular music. Okay. But today, I hear you've brought us some songs from not too long ago. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I would go back, way back, mm-hmm. you know, maybe later. Maybe later when we have a kind of better chemistry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I love old K-pop Korean music songs. How, how far can you 1990s. go? 1990s. 1990s. Like, like late 1990s, Late right? 1990s. Yeah, 1990s. Yeah. My, my thing, usually early 1990s or late 80s. Mm. So, yeah, I, I can do that. A little Ma- ahead maybe of later, me. Maybe later. Mm. But um, for today, I, I brought something... Probably uh, relevant to you uh, and to me too, and to a lot of like um, like listeners right now. Uh-huh. Uh, it's uh, what's the first song? 
It's the Wonder Girls. Nobody. 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 I mean, so today's uh, theme is the history of K-pop songs in the Billboard chart, especially <sighs> Billboard Hot 100. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of mainstream of mainstream chart, right? I mean, today it's not so odd or strange to see K-pop songs on the, on the chart, or whether it's Billboard 100 or 200. Yeah. But back then... In you know, 2000, uh, when was it? Like 2008, I guess. I think so. Um, it was just before I joined the group. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was such an unbelievable, unbelievable mm. uh, thing to see the, the finally you know, K-pop songs on the, that 100 chart right. and a part of like a Top 40 radio show or something like that. It was amazing. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Hmm. And we actually had a number of listeners request a song earlier in the week. Mm. Hi, CCXC said, I have a song request. I cannot imagine not hearing Nobody by the Wonder Girls. <laughs> I know the song from the first Korean drama that I've ever watched, Master's Son, Chugune Taeyang. Mm. Were you in the band already when the song came out? No, I joined right after the song Nobody. When I de- My debut song was Two Different Tears. Oh, Two Different Tears. Two Different Tears. It's, it's an amazing song. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, thank you. And Estelle Sabrina said, Hi, I'm from Singapore. We want nobody, nobody but you. Thank you. <laughs> We've actually been saving the song since Wednesday. So without further ado, <laughs> let's listen to Nobody by the Wonder Girls. We just heard Nobody by the Wonder Girls. Thank you for bringing the song for us. Uh, I, I, I got a question. So yes. you, were, you were not part of the group at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it was 2009. Right. The, the English version of Nobody, you know, hit the Bible chart. Um, but you, I mean, after then, you, you did this, kind of, this song in a lot of different performed, venues. And, yeah, oh, performance. So many times. Yeah. So, so, you, so it's already, you know, part of your career in a different yeah, way. Yeah, it feels right? like my, my yeah. song. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I wasn't part of the album, <laughs> still feels like it because I performed the song so many times. I can do Were it in my sleep. Were you already a fan of Wonder Girls? I was, you... of okay. course. I was a JYP train, trainee. Yeah, 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 right, right, right. I was actually training to become a member of Missy. Oh. Yeah. But then things changed at the last moment. Huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, Missy. Yeah. Wow. Because yeah. I grew up in Hong Kong and, you know, there are Chinese members in Missy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So naturally, I, we were a project group back mm-hmm. then. So mm-hmm. I was a trainee. Mm-hmm. And Wonder Girls, they were just our sambenims, mm-hmm. uh, our role models. Of course, I, I love them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the, pick one. I mean, it, it already happened, but... Um, <laughs> pick one favorite member. Wonder Girls member had him, mm-hmm. Missy member had him. Oh, my gosh. I, it's <laughs> completely different. So, yeah, I do think about it. Well, like, mm-hmm. what if I joined Missy? How, would yeah, things have yeah, changed? Yeah. Yes, I think so. Yeah, I how, mean, their how, music is completely different. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, mm-hmm. of course. I mean, so musically. Musically, I'm not investigating I love here. their music. Anyway. Missy music. <laughs> uh, you know the song "Breathe." Yeah, yeah, I was actually the the rap part was actually my part. Ah, oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I love their music, but then when I was practicing with Missy, I, I, I kind of wanted to do um, Wonder Girls music because. Wonder Girls music is more uh, lovely. Right, right, right. Cute. Yeah, the Sankuman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted that because Miss A is so cool right, and right, powerful. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, but uh, yeah. both are diff- uh, beautiful can, in their I own way. I can really picture that. Yeah. Yeah, the song is playing <laughs> with your voice. Uh-huh. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what's the next song recognized by the Billboard charts? Oh, my gosh. We cannot miss out this one.
I mean, the I mean, it's it's almost impossible, you know, for me to say the, the every great things that happen, you know, with this song in, in the states globally. I mean, probably in 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 the history of music, you know, South Korean music. This was the song that, for the first time, that was recognized right. by global audience. Mm-hmm. Simultaneously, yeah. I mean, it was, was just happening this. just in real time, globally, globally, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just it was happening so fast <laughs> that nobody actually, you know, grasps the the meaning of it uh-huh. at the time. Mm. You know, right now we can kind of kind of look back and recall the, the all the memories and to say that wow, yeah. this is kind of historic moment. But at the time, it was surreal. It was surreal, <laughs> and I was in the states and uh, in Korea. I heard from from my colleagues in, in Korea or reporters that actually not many people in South Korea mm-hmm. believed what was really happening. Ah, yeah, yeah. You know, globally, so they just started ask ask everyone. You know the. Anyone who was just living in uh, in 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 a foreign state mm. about this popularity. Do you know? Yeah. About do you know? Do you know Gangnam Style? Oh, do you know Gangnam happened? Style? Anyway. And everybody dancing. Yeah. So luckily, I was in the states, and some some newspaper report, oh. uh, reporters asked me to write a piece about the, this whole global phenomenon of Gangnam yeah. Style, and that was the first mainstream article. That I published. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So my, my career, kind of, kind of second career as a K-pop critic, mm-hmm. just happened. Oh, that's amazing. yeah. It started with this song. So uh, personally, and uh, yes. as a critic, uh, this a this was a song, mm. kind of watershed moment ah. for K-pop. Mm. Yeah, and and the the the, the counting the YouTube. <laughs> YouTube counts the still, YouTube views. Yeah, YouTube oh, views are still crazy. still rising. You know, right <laughs> still now, still rising. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the music video did well. The dance choreographies, lyrics, everything was perfect. Yeah, not one thing was missing out. And uh, the the mm-hmm. only thing that still you know feels mystery mystery is uh, that the song is really not about Gangnam. <laughs> it keeps saying Gangnam style, but it's not really about Gangnam. Ah. Yeah, that's the that's the biggest mystery. Mm. You know, people say, so what? What's Gangnam in it? You know, what what mm-hmm. what, what does it mean, Gangnam style? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I have no answers. It, it just keeps saying Gangnam style, but um, uh-huh. it's just it's a size hometown, right? Um, oh, is it? Yeah, that's yeah, why. Yeah. That's why it's that, that, that's why it is. I thought and it was that, because that's his Gangnam area neighborhood. Oh, I thought it's it's because Gangnam is a hot place. Oh, right, that, that, that's one people. thing. But um, the, the reason why he keeps saying, I'm Gangnam Style, is, is that he's actually he's from, from Gangnam. Gangnam. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. so if, if he was from, say, Mapo, <laughs> it would have been Mapo style. Mapo style or something else. Paju Style. I'm Paju Style, by oh, the way. Oh, I'm Hong Kong Style. Hong Kong Style. Because <laughs> I grew up in Hong Kong. Mm. When you say Hong Kong Style, uh-huh. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, Hong Kong Style noodle. That the crispy noodle. Uh-huh. What, crispy uh, noodle? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, don't, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Okay. All right, then. Should we uh, listen to yeah, the song? Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> let's listen to Gangnam Style by Sai. We just heard Gangnam Style by Sai. Ah, I haven't heard that one in a while. Hmm. Me, me neither. I mean, the the song feels like it feels like the song is is playing uh-huh. every time, uh-huh. everywhere. I mean, as a as a background music, you know, I don't know. Just maybe it's a kind of yeah. It feels like uh, I don't know what is it. The kind of 
phantom oh. phantom it's not pain but it's just something like that you know it's just part of our lifestyle yeah now. yeah yeah it's yeah. our background music background music <laughs> and that this was the first song that i actually heard right from the street right On the street, mm. you know, the in, in the U.S. In the states, yeah, oh, in the states. That's mm, yeah. So that unique. was a that was a kind of like the, the moment mm. moment that I finally realized that you know it's beginning. Ah. The whole K-pop thing, uh, K-pop phenomenon, and the global phenomenon of K-pop. It's just started. I mean, that's how I felt about this song. Yeah, because yeah. it was unusual for unusual, uh, for. them to play Korean music, like K-pop yeah. songs. Yeah, yeah. Even in Hong Kong. I went to Hong Kong recently to visit my family mm-hmm. and the shops were playing K-pop music. I, I felt like I was in Korea. <laughs> yeah. I It was mean, all K-pop songs. So many things happened after, after then. I mean, mm-hmm. we're about to listen to the kind of more substantial uh. like K-pop phenomenon uh, from now on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, but back then, in Sai's era, It was, it was it was not common at all. Right. right? Mm. And I heard that this, the music video did really well on YouTube. Uh, it did, five it's billion? over 5 billion views oh. as of this week. Wow. 5 billion and five it's still billion. rising. Yeah. I mean, wow. it's, it's, wow, it's wow. not really K-pop thing. I mean, mm. uh, as I look back, it was... It was not just K-pop, you know, one of those K-pop hits, mm. but it was a, just such a global dance craze, yeah. kind of comedy. So it just hits every, every kind of uh, cultural like, charm mm. uh, from, from everywhere. It, it's not just Korean thing or, or right. uh, American thing. It's everybody just, could relate to yeah, this. Yeah. And everybody enjoyed the song so un- much. Un- universal appeal. Yeah, yeah universal, uh, definitely. Ooh. All right, then. What's the next song that made K-pop history? Now, we're talking about the, the biggest K-pop uh-huh, you know artist of all time. Probably the biggest Korean pop star uh, of all time. BTS. BTS, it right? is. I picked uh, this one, DNA, because mm. this was the first time uh, that I witnessed this whole uh, BTS phenomenon in the U.S. I mean, they, mm. they made a, a, a kind of supreme song even before then, like uh, or something oh, like that. I yeah, love yeah. that song. Yeah, those were pretty good songs. I mean, Save Me, you know, I Need You, mm. all good. But DNA, this was the first song they actually performed you know, in front of the, the U.S. audiences in ah. a live stage. It was American was Music it? Awards. Ooh. And that was... That was just an amazing oh experience and moment for them, for me, for a lot of K-pop fans. Because, I mean, it's the camera work. The, the camera was so busy. The <laughs> capturing all the reactions uh, from the audience. So, so right now, the, the cameras would, would, would uh, the, the, the capture the BTS rather than the audience. But at the time, mm-hmm. it was so, so weird that these American audiences, whether it's black, you know, white... Latina, you know, mm-hmm. they just just cheering and uh, ah. shouting, screaming. So yeah, so wow. they, that's why they uh, they compare this whole phenomenon of BTS to the to the Beatles, the Beatlemania back in the back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, yeah, this song changed everything. Wow. Yeah. DNA. Yeah, and the the kind of iconic like choreography. Oh yeah, the choreography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that signature move. Yeah, signature mm. move. Should we hear it yeah, right of now? Yeah, yeah, here's BTS and their song DNA.
That was, of course, DNA by BTS, Pangtan Sonyeondan. And if you're tuning in, you're listening to Young Days, Younger Days on Wonder Hours with Hedim. You know, the, the funny thing about the song DNA uh, by BTS is that it was just the beginning. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? D- DNA was a hit. But it was not even the biggest hit oh. of, of BTS right now. Uh, you know, More the, came afterwards. Yeah, right now they huh. had many number one songs. But DNA was not even number one song at the time. Wow. DNA was just a, probably, uh, it, it was kind of functioning as a U.S. debut, right? Mm. DNA and uh, what's the other song? The, dun, 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 the mic drop. Ah. Yeah, mic drop and DNA were the kind of U.S. debut and the global debut maybe. Uh, then uh, fake love came oh, fake out. Love. Fake love was so good. Hmm. I mean, the, this kind of kind of gothic, the the kind of emo, right. rock, rap kind of thing. Uh, and uh, it was ni- 2018. I I remember the moment uh, vividly because I was there. Mm. I was there at, uh, with, with them in the Billboard Music Awards. Were you there? 2018. Oh. Yeah, it was a Las Vegas. And what I were was, you doing there? I was reporting. <laughs> I was I was just covering the the American uh, the Billboard Music Awards. Mm. Uh, I was there only because BTS, by the way. Um, and uh, I was in uh, the red carpet. Um, mm. Yeah. How? Uh, what was that experience like? I was. Uh, it was amazing. I, I I was a bit tired because I'm mean, <laughs> jet lagged. Yeah, jet lag <laughs> and all the tr- transportation mess. Mm. But um, I was so nervous because I mean I been. I had a kind of like a secret interview with them at, oh. at the hotel. Like a bigonge private yeah, interview. Yeah, bigonge private interview. Um, what was they, that they like? only allowed. Mm. I mean, it, it's a long story, but uh, they. We want to hear it. <laughs> please tell us more. So, so <laughs> the Korean behind the scenes. Korean please. reporters were not allowed for some reason. Yeah, it's ha- very uh, exclusive. I yeah, know to have an mm. interview with them. So I was the only one, only Ooh. only Korean. So I was not part of the media outlet. I was just, you know, it was personal interview. So mm-hmm. they they allowed me to have a, the, uh, have a meeting and have an interview with them, mm. but only for the personal use. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it's so very unreal. Uh, only for personal use. That means you you couldn't um, share it. I I couldn't publish it. Oh, then I what couldn't was share. The yeah, yeah, I know. Interview. I know. What's the point? What's well, the point? Yeah. So um, I mean, it's still nice that you got to meet them. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, but I, I, I was not just fanboying there, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, so my my idea, my theory was that I would use this interview mm-hmm. as a part of my resources for mm-hmm. upcoming book or my article. Right. Yeah, and uh, they they agreed about- that mm-hmm. they thought, well, yeah, that's that makes sense. So I had a. Uh, I, w- I was about. I was supposed to do a f- um, fifteen minutes interview. interview. I mean, that's that's quite normal, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. You do a fifteen minutes like with, with one outlet, time. then uh, for, uh-huh. for the other. You know, it's kind of rotating, right? Mm-hmm. But um, they actually extended it <gasps> to fifteen minutes. What? To fifteen? Yeah. minutes? Yeah. So Are you were supposed to fifteen minutes, but it was ended as a. You know, no way. Fifteen minutes. Fifteen to fifty. Yeah, fifteen minutes. That is unusual. Yeah, because they it's they enjoyed uh, the, the having an interview with me. Uh, they loved the questions, wow. so they wanted more time. <gasps> you know, extensive time to wow. to have a proper answer. So I I can still remember the the, the sugar mm-hmm. was was, mm-hmm. was doing doing this to to the manager on site that they would do Continue. more. 
they would continue. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. so amazing. Yeah. Because uh, I've been in the position of a reporter myself, and yeah. I know that at first my, the time was 30 minutes, and then they cut it down to 15. And then when I uh, ended up going, mm. they, they only gave me five minutes. Yeah. Th- so, that, that's usually the case. That's usually the case. Yeah. But then fi- extending the time, yeah. that is almost um, uh, impossible. Yeah, my city mm. is answering uh, for, for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, for the 15 minutes, as a, as a critic or as an as a interviewer, wow. you would have like greetings, mm-hmm. you know, saying hi, saying goodbye, two questions, maybe that's it mm. for, for 15 minutes. But 15 minutes, I, I, I was able to do a lot of like in-depth questions wow. and about the music. Uh, not just like, what's your favorite food? What's the, what's the kind of artist mm-hmm, that you would mm-hmm. want to collaborate? You know, that's a, such, a, such a lame question for mm-hmm. me. So I asked a lot of like a personal, more in-depth, serious questions. Mm-hmm. And they answered very sincerely. So wow. that was the moment that I decided to do a whole book about BTS. Wow. And uh, so I did it. Yeah, it was once-in-a-lifetime kind of interview. Oh. Right now, it's even more difficult to have a, have a meeting with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, um, yeah. Was that interview done uh, when they released DNA around that time? Fake, fake Love. Fake Love. Yeah, it, ah. was a, it was premier, premier performance of Fake Love uh, at the uh, Billboard Music Awards mm. in 2018. And the uh, very next day, I had, a, had an interview with them. Mm. Your questions must have been different because extending the time once again, I'm yeah. very surprised by yeah. that that happened. What, one of my questions mm-hmm. was actually, where does all this energy, uh-huh. you know, what did they say? come from? <laughs> you know, what, what about the haters? Oh. What about the critics? What about the naysayers? And they, they just ah. answer it so, like, raw and uh, honest. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I... Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's lucky that I cannot publish it because, I mean, it would kind of make a those, lot of fuss. <laughs> those contents, uh, can we find those no. contents in your book? Um, no? I, I didn't really quote it uh, directly, mm. but uh, you can definitely see some of the uh, kind of insights that was from that interview wow. uh, you know, in my reviews or other articles. That's what we want to hear, the more in-depth story. Right. More mm, from more our favorite artists. honest opinions from the artists. Right, you know, not right. just something, you know, uh-huh, the comments, and, uh, yeah, same questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Right. Should we move on to the next? Sure. Right. Uh, Who are we talking about? Blackpink. Blackpink. None other than Blackpink. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was born in the late, late 70s. Hmm. hmm. 70s. Anyway, so, <laughs> Young days, older days. <laughs> Young days, older days. Um, so for me, w- when you say girl group, mm. like, so maybe you're not uh, I'm that, the that generation. I'm second generation, right? I'm, you're, you're a second well, generation girl group, but uh, uh-huh. as a music fan, uh-huh. like, you are not, you know, my generation. So you already had some, some K-pop girl groups image You know, yeah. when, you, when you're young, right? When, when you're I was younger, young, it was Pink, G.O.D., S.E.S. You already had that kind of image, right? right. K-pop, girl, S.E.S., Pink, Baby Box. Yep. Uh, but in my younger days, you know, whenever you say um, the girl groups, mm-hmm. you would come up with the idea of like Spice Girls, 
or 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 um, TLC, mm. like American British girl group, like pop groups, yeah, pop groups. But right now, you know, when people talks about the, the girl groups or global girl groups, they already had an image of K-pop. Uh. You know, Wonder Girls, Girl Generation. You know the the twenty one, but right now it's it's Blackpink. I would say it's. Uh, I agree with it's, you. It's uh, what do you call it? Tapio image, that mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of represented image. Yeah. When you Google or something like girl group, when you Google girl Black group, Blackpink is the first. Blackpink is mm-hmm. the kind of image that you would you would think. I agree. Yeah, they're representative. Yeah, representing of, mm, kind of K-pop. image and icon, not just K-pop, but um, in pop music, yeah. they're the girl group right now. And uh, it's amazing. Seven years, and they're still still do, uh, doing their thing. They, you know, still their prime. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. they finished their first world tour world tour last year, and it was amazing. And uh, they, I mean, as a group, for for s- s- some way somehow, they still with uh, with YG as a group. Um, so the legend would continue. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, every, every solo project was, was, was successful. Yeah, every time they release a new song, it's a new legend, legendary song. Yeah, I, mm. I mean, how many girl, girl groups do you know when, uh, you know, the, the group was successful? And every individual, the solo project, right. Lisa, Jenny, you know, Rose, Jisoo, mm-hmm. every song just... Their just solo works Solo hit the number yeah, one, number you know, one. gone viral. On social media and uh, still relevant, so yeah, they're the they're the best girl group right now. Probably the the one of the best K-pop, you know, female acts of all time. Mm. Like you said, not just K-pop, but internationally. Internationally, I mean, that's that's the mm. point. I mean, uh, you would you would miss something, uh, someone, you know, talking about the the girl groups or favorite female artists. They would come up with uh, with the names like uh, Selena Gomez, you know the uh, who, who else? I mean the Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift, mm. then Blackpink. Uh, you know, it's just so natural to say those names in 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 one place, yeah. right? You know, it doesn't in, feel in same awkward. Sentence. No, no. Mm. So I love the uh, collaboration with Selena Gomez oh, yeah. and Blackpink because yeah. I love both I, Selena and Blackpink. Do you know the backstory? No, tell me. It us. was supposed to be Ariana Grande. Uh, instead of Selena Gomez? Yeah. But then Ariana was the original idea. Did she? Ariana but... <laughs> actually co-wrote that song. Oh. And uh, she was supposed to be a co-star. But the... then what happened? It was... Um, <laughs> Is it up behind? Kind of, you know, a little bit uh, of detail. Because mm. uh, the, the, the thing was whether the song was released as... Blackpink with Ariana or Blackpink Ariana, Ariana with Blackpink, Blackpink, Blackpink featuring Ariana. You know that that, that kind of kind of technical thing, uh, and they uh, they weren't successful oh, uh, agreeing with, the with, uh, with with details. I so, see, I see. But so so, but still, it did so well with Selena. It, it was so amazing, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. Anyway, wow, ah, Blackpink, <laughs> I love them. And did you see, I saw the um, interview with Hugh Grant, mm. said he went to Blackpink's concert. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, f- he went with his <laughs> daughter. 
I saw that video and wow, I mean, I'm a fan of Notting Hill and now he's going to Blackpink's concert. Yeah. They are definitely a global star. It's so funny. I mean, Hugh Grant <laughs> speaking with this English accent. Yeah, you know, I know. And uh, he, he was... He was He didn't know, really know about the Blackpink or K-pop. And now he's a Then fan. Then he went to the concert, you know, became a huge fan. <laughs> and uh, he's just uh, proudly saying that he's, I'm, I'm a blink, I'm a blink. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, you know. <laughs> wow. All right, now time to listen to another girl group. Here is Blackpink with Lovesick Girls. We just heard Lovesick Girls by Blackpink. There's another formidable K-pop girl group on the list, isn't there? Yeah, new K-pop sensation, and uh, it was just just amazing. Then within uh, within a, within two years, they're they're still rookie, and uh, they didn't even have the proper studio full length album or glo- you know, worldwide concert yet. Mm-hmm. But they they already became number one group in K-pop. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, New Jeans. New Jeans. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it might be a supreme production and uh, kind of visions of, uh, of the, the chief producer, Min Hee Jin, whether it's, um, whether it's the, the charm of individual members or the songs. Uh, but uh, it's just all... makes sense and yeah. it just works everything comes so well together everything i mean the, the concept ev- is nice right the, the members yeah the, the dance moves everything comes so well in harmony yeah and we all believe i mean as a k-pop insiders we all believe that you know there's nothing really fresh at this point because we we did a lot of stuffs yeah for for 20 years <laughs> but when new jeans came out doing this attention thing. Sensational. Sensational. Mm. You know, I've never seen something like that before. Mm -hmm. That was the first reaction from me, from my colleagues. And every song, literally every song, like Attention, Hype Boy, Cookie, then Ditto, OMG, Super Shy, ETA. I mean, every song they release is a new sensation, new kind of refreshing experience. Mm. So I'm not sure what's the... uh, And and they had the kind of Lollapalooza Oh, the, yeah. the, the, the concert and yeah. it was so successful so mm. yeah still new groups still rookie but um they becoming a new legend yeah they're doing so well right and right. it's their music is not the usual k-pop songs that we're used to it almost like the anti-k-pop in a lot of <laughs> yeah. uh, different ways i mm. mean uh, but then it's so catchy so catchy easy listening but still very refined and sophisticated mm-hmm. And very trendy. Yeah, super trendy. And they trendy. brought all these like indie genres, right? Right. Uh, the the UK garage and this kind of Baltimore house. You know, the, the, the very indie genre. But they brought it to the K-pop realm and uh, done it so kind of so well. charming, hmm. charming way. So yeah, I mean, New Jeans. I, I'm really looking forward to their. Future new, activities. New, yeah, new albums coming in uh, probably in uh, this summer. Mm. Is, it, is the next album coming? Yeah, this that's summer? what I heard. Oh. Uh, June or July. Mm. And uh, yeah, I guarantee it would be another fantastic release can't based wait. on the experience we already had. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see what they have prepared for us in the future. New concept, new mm. song, new genre. I don't know. It's a, it's it's a, such a such a. incredible rookie that we never saw before yeah. um and uh they did just when uh went global 
mm-hmm. you know, as soon as they made a debut. And I, I think it's a, another kind of new chapter of K-pop. I think so, too. You know, when, when, when you were you know, doing this, this, uh, the Wonder Girls mm-hmm. back in the days, you had uh, so many years as a rookie and a trainee. Then you made a debut yeah. in a five years, maybe. Then you made a glo- global splash within the kind of Asian, Asian territory. Then you had, uh, had a hard time you know, doing this global <laughs> field and a concert but right now all these like four four generation fifth generation group they made a debut and they became a superstar yeah uh, k-pop is just growing and growing yeah yeah. getting better every day Mm. (laughs) right next up is new jeans and their song ditto that was ditto by new jeans and we have time for one more and this one's a fresh one yeah kind of kind of recently charted Billboard charted uh, song, K-pop song, Jungkook standing next to you. Ah. Um, it is it is amazing. I mean, when you when you talk about pop star, you would always come up with with white, young, handsome, cute boys, <laughs> or or sometime you know African American superstar like Usher, Michael Jackson, Bruno Mars. But right now we're talking about Jungkook yes. as a, as a pop star like mm. Michael Jackson kind of pop star uh-huh. right not just K-pop star but a solo act that would appeal to anyone everyone in the world especially in the in in the states and uh that was Jungkook i mean we were some some might be suspicious about the uh, kind of post BTS era mm-hmm. but um they proved that everyone's wrong once again oh. and uh, jungkook pri chimin as a solo act solo pop star they uh, did their own thing and jungkook was for me as more mainstream more mm-hmm. mainstream pop pop i agree star. Yeah. yeah i didn't know he was such a great dancer oh he 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 was, was I, I, he I was like always good, mm. always good dancer mm. and i That's why he is Golden Magne, right? Golden Magne. Golden Magne. Because exactly. he, he did everything so, so great. So amazing. Singing, rapping, even, even rapping as well. Oh. Yeah. He, he's a good rapper Such as well. Such a talented artist. <laughs> oh. And he's cute. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, Youngdae, this was such a fun and informative segment. And I'm already looking forward to our next Friday. Thank oh, you too. so much. Thank you so much. All right. We're going to say goodbye to Youngdae for today with Jungkook and his song Standing Next to You. We just heard Standing Next to You by Jungkook. And that's it for this week's Wonder Hours. I can't believe that was a whole week already. Thank you so much for making us an us and for being such a huge part of it too. I'll say goodbye for today with Taeyeon and her song Weekend. Have a wonderful weekend and see you next week, everyone.